Thanks for tuning in to the Campervan Podcast. If you're hearing this intro, it's because you're not listening to the premium feed. Access to that feed is free, and you can sign up at vansage.com to get it. So why sign up for the premium feed? Well, for one, valuable, exclusive content. I'll say more about that at the end of this episode. A friend of mine had a starting problem with his with his van. We were in a coffee shop, and and uh, he said, "Yeah, I got to call a, a tow truck because my my van won't start." And this fellow doesn't have much much mechanical experience. And I said, "Oh, huh. Well, what's going on?" And he explained it, and without getting into all that, I said, "Well, you know, I'm happy to to take a look. I don't want to touch anything or tear into your motor or anything, but but I'm happy to take a look." So. You know, I learned a long time ago, start with the basics. You know, if your if your van won't start, don't replace the motor first. Check the gas <laughs> and the battery. We we went out to, to his van and he popped the hood and and I could actually see that his negative terminal on his battery was loose. Uh, it was slid up the post a bit. And so I, I, I showed him, I said, well, this is the problem right here, the this this negative clamp is loose and needs to be tightened. And I had some tools, so I went and grabbed my I just grabbed a a box wrench, ten millimeter box wrench and and I went to tighten it and it wouldn't tighten as oftentimes a, a battery cable clamp will be stretched out or the or bent or there'll be some other problem where it just won't get tight on the terminal. And that had clearly been the case for a long time with this particular battery setup. So and then I told him, well, we can shove it down and try to and go ahead and, and see if we can jump it. And and then you can go and replace this cable. So that was my advice. And we jumped it and it started. And you know now the, now the cable was on the battery, but still loose. And his attitude was, well, it's fixed now. That's fine. So it was not fixed, and later he had more problems. I won't get into that, except to say that your electrical connections must be tight. It's it's absolutely vital. You're trying to pass electrons from one piece of metal to another, especially with regard to the battery terminals. And the cleaner and tighter that connection is, the better the better it's going to do its job, uh, which is to carry electricity to your to your motor and, and elsewhere. So I mentioned this, I talk about battery terminals in particular because I've seen it many times where somebody says, oh, I need a jump start and I look at the battery and it's the same situation with a loose. And I've had it happen with my own vehicles a time or two where I wasn't paying attention for a while and I wound up with a loose cable on the battery and then the vehicle wouldn't start. Terminals are, are a, good, uh, a good thing to keep an eye on in terms of cleanliness. A terminal cleaner is probably eight bucks at, at the auto supply, and it's got a, a female uh, wire brush that you can clean the terminal off, and then it'll typically have a male wire brush that you can clean the clamp out. And then when you clamp it up, it'll be super tight and almost as if it was soldered in place. There's that. Now, when you get into other electrical connections, you know, it's it's easy to get lazy about these things and kind of go, oh, this, I've got a little short here, even in a little electrical thing like like an LED light string or something like that. And well, I'll just twist this on here. Okay, good enough. No, that, that probably needs to be soldered. Crimpers are oftentimes necessary to get electrical connector ends on wires properly. And this is not an area that you want to scrimp on. You want to make sure that you've got good crimpers. 
that you've stripped the wire properly so that you didn't lose a bunch of the strings of the copper, you know, trying to cut it with a, po a pocket knife or something. That can be done, and I know pros who do it that way. But, but um, man, wires, wire strippers are a really nice thing to have. It just goes zip, and off goes the casing, and now you've got a bare, clean, cut bare wire ready for soldering or crimping. It's good to learn how to solder. Be careful with that, obviously. It's a lot of heat, and you don't want to be melting the wrong thing or starting a fire somewhere. So take some time to learn how to solder or hire someone to do it for you if, it, if it's something that needs soldering. Uh, also, uh, heat shrink is a great thing for, for protecting those connections once they're uh, soldered or crimped. I won't get into that except to say that heat shrink is a, is a wonderful thing. It's better than electrical tape, but electrical tape sometimes is better uh, depending on the application um, and sometimes both. Sometimes you can, you can throw some electrical tape around something and then heat shrink over that and it keeps everything in place nicely. Uh, one place to pay attention to potential loose wires is high vibration areas and well, that's pretty much your whole van, uh, oftentimes, depending on, on, on your van and what the item is and where it's located. You know, if you find some wires rattling loose or nuts that hold wires in place um, rattling loose a lot, then you can assume that's a high vibration area and you want to take extra precautions to make sure that it stays tight, that your electrical connections are tight. There's a cool trick you can do with loop connectors. So that's where you have... The connector on the end of a wire, it's typically low voltage, uh, but it can be higher voltage stuff as well. Uh, the, a loop that, that goes over a post and then the nut goes on the post to hold the loop in place. You want to avoid U connectors in, in that scenario because, especially in a van, there should be almost no U-shaped connectors. So what you can do is you can replace any U-shaped connectors you have with a loop and then it, if it's just a situation where it's very difficult to remove that loop connector, you can cut a little channel in one lower corner of the loop so that you, it can be slipped off of the bolt when the nut is loosened. But typically, a loop is just a good thing and you can leave it intact. But that little hack is a, is a way to kind of get the best of both worlds, an easily removable um, loop connector that won't, won't uh, slide off if things loosen up. Uh, so, yep, um, keep your electrical connections tight. Once again, if you're hearing this, it's because you're not getting the premium feed. Head over to Vansage.com and enter your email address for exclusive access to free, valuable stuff. So, what do you get? This is a daily podcast, but we only release six episodes on this public feed each week. Episode 7 is only for premium members. When you sign up at Vansage.com, not only do you get early access to the Campervan podcast episodes, you also get episode 7. Each week I'll send you a link to download in advance all 7 episodes for that week. Also, you get the Vansage.com newsletter that includes exclusive articles and links to awesome van life stuff not available on the site or the podcast. I won't spam you or sell your email address. That would be ridiculous. I value your trust and promise not to abuse it. Again, all this is free, so head to Vansage.com and enter your email address. Don't miss out on the valuable, free, exclusive extras. Okay, I have a favor to ask you. Please help get the word out. 
Nothing beats word of mouth, and the best way to achieve that in the modern era is to share the link to the Camper Van Podcast on social media such as Facebook, Instagram, your blog, YouTube channel, or other platforms. You can also send it old school style via email or even text message. Also, iTunes reviews are much appreciated. If you feel compelled to head over to iTunes and give us five stars, that would be wonderful. Okay, thanks again for tuning in, and I will see you on the road. I've been crying.